You are listening to Nathan Shansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. You guys, I have one of the most inspiring episodes I've ever done coming at you today. So I am interviewing someone who not only is one of the most talented photographers I've ever seen, like literally, but he not just a year ago dropped out of pursuing a career as a dentist to pursue his full-time career in photography. And yes, this involves dropping out of college. So I'm talking none other than the photography wizard himself, Mark Delion. In case you don't know Mark yet, Mark is a young creative with a passion for art and telling stories through his camera lens. In other words, he's a documentary style photographer based in Southern California who specializes in couples, destination weddings, and elopements, and he travels anywhere and everywhere to document the stories of his clients. Uh, You guys, like, If you've ever thought about dropping out of college or the thought of not going to college or the thought of pursuing one dream and giving up another, or honestly, if you are just starting as a photographer and maybe you're in your first year and you're trying to get traction and you're just trying to get those bookings and those inquiries, like this is probably one of the best episodes you could ever listen to to answer so many of those questions and speak to those exact places you're in. Because Mark, I tell you what, is like doing so much right. He is doing it the right way. He is killing it out there and he's hustling. And like he's like the like the quintessential definition of never had anything handed to him in photography, but he is just hustling so hard and the results he is seeing are just incredible. And he, yeah, he's just blowing up and I can't wait to see more of what he gets into and what he does eventually. But I'm not going to say any more. We're just going to dive right into this episode with Mark. You guys are going to love it. Can't wait to get into it. Let's, let's dive in. Are you an aspiring creative entrepreneur or established small business owner with a fuel to pursue the things that light you up like nothing else? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Nathan Shansky, and I'm a photographer and photography business educator. On this podcast, I'm here to drop nothing less than weekly truckloads of business and marketing tips, mindset shifts, and transformative wisdom from my life and career to bring you into the highest potential self that God created you to be. I will see you right here each week and let's commit to learning, growing, and achieving our goals together one bold step at a time. All right, Mark, so happy to have you on the show today, dude. Thank you so much for being here. Say hi to everybody. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm so happy to be here. You know, Nathan, it's it's an honor, honestly. I love it, dude. I'd love to know a little bit of like your background, like what what got you here to today, and a little bit about your story. You can be as brief or as long winded as you'd like to be, but there's going to be some people out there who might have not heard about you. They may live under a rock, but <laughs> maybe they haven't <laughs> yeah. heard about you. So, give us a little background on yourself. Yeah, dude. Okay, so I mean, honestly, I. I have a huge story and it's, it never takes, you know, a few minutes. It's always something that I talk about for, you know, a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just going to start from the beginning and just kind of introduce myself and like, you know, share my whole journey. I love it. Um, So if you guys don't already know, you know, my name is Mark. I'm a elopement destination wedding photographer. I, you know, focus on couples or whatever, but um, kind of going back to, you know, photography and how I got into that. So going way back 
to, you know, the first iPhone that came out with like the portrait mode. Do you know which one that was? Was it like the seven or something? iPhone 7? I don't, I don't know, but I do remember when that first came out. <laughs> yeah. So I was like super captivated, captivated by that like feature, you know, the, like the depth effect feature, because I don't know, I just felt like it was super cool to just focus on a subject and then have everything just kind of fade away and like black out or like blur out. Yeah. Um, so I just played a lot like with that and that's kind of what drew my attention to photography. And then I started taking pictures of like my friends just for fun. Um, we would just go out and shoot a little bit and then I would edit them in Visco, you know, that app, crazy, 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 but I would edit, edit them on that app. And then I would just like post them to Facebook or something. And, um, people started, you know, commenting and saying like, wow, these are really good. Like, do you book any sessions or whatever. And at that point, I didn't even consider photography being a career. Mm. Um, you know, I had always grown up wanting to go in the medical field. Um, so I was studying to be become a dentist. And um, yeah, this was back in like 10th grade of high school. But that's when I started doing photography. But anyways, so responding to those people that were asking me if I do sessions, you know, I started booking like small things like senior sessions and small engagement sessions and stuff. But you know, and it was a hobby, honestly, it was nothing, you know, crazy. Right. And so then I noticed it started getting serious and people were asking me if I wanted to shoot weddings, like if I wanted to shoot their wedding on my phone. And I was like, you know, that's absolutely wild. I would never do that because I feel like I'd be selling myself short, but also you guys, like, I just, there's no way I could shoot a wedding on on an iPhone. Like, no. (laughs) Um, so, you know, I turned those down, but that kind of got me thinking and you know, fast forward a couple of years to freshman year of college. Um, I saved up for a camera and I bought a Canon 80D off of Facebook marketplace. Um, and that's kind of, that was like my beginning camera that I used for actually like a few years. Um, this was back in 2017 and yeah, back then, like I, I had no idea that like camera brands and camera, like camera brands just had a huge impact on quality and like certain lenses. Like I was always like, how do these people get these crazy like depth effects? And I was using like right. a kit lens, you know? So I was like, <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and then I finally, you know, figured out that, Oh, maybe I should get like a prime lens. And so then I got a prime lens off of Facebook marketplace. And then I just kind of used those um, for a few years. But anyways, college first couple of years was still pretty brief, you know, just like a hobby, um, nothing special, just shooting on the side for fun. Mostly senior photos, but I started getting inquiries for weddings and, you know, I shot my first wedding. Um, It was actually in uh, Colorado. It was a really cool wedding. Um, But I literally shot the whole wedding with one camera battery, no flash, one lens um, and one SD card. (laughs) And how how long was this wedding? um, It was like 10 hours. Your one battery lasted through no, all of that? No, it didn't last. Oh, so okay. I literally like... I had a, another small camera that I used to use, but it was not like a DSLR type of thing. Okay. Um, And when we were like eating and stuff, I would like rush to go charge the battery. Mm. Um, And it was a mess. Like, you know, but I, I did it. I managed to, to complete the wedding and I edited the photos. And usually like when I look back at my old work, I cringe, you know, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what? What kind of edits were those? But honestly, this wedding wasn't terrible. Like, even to this day, I look at it and I'm like, wow, like for a beginner first wedding, yeah. not too bad. Um, but anyways, you know, I started learning a lot more and kept getting weddings and, you know, started psyching shooting for people and growing in that route. 
But, you know, fast forward to senior year of college, um, I was applying to dental schools. I was ready to go that route, kind of let photography, you know, just fade. Um, and then, you know, something happened with like my academics. Like I was already a fifth year at that point. Um, and then there was a class that I was going to have to retake, but it was going to make me be a sixth year. And so at that point I was like, no, I'm like sick of this. I'm sick of, you know, college getting in the way of what I want to do. I was already over school. Like I just knew that if I was to take photography seriously, I could actually make a career out of it. Hmm. So, um, I took a solo trip to Los Angeles and, you know, every, uh, winter break, I used to do this thing where I would take like a tradition, like a, like a yearly getaway by myself to California, just to kind of clear my head, um, before the spring semester began. And this time I was, you know, downtown Los Angeles on a rooftop bar and I had contemplating dropping out a few times, but I, I was like, you know, if I ever drop out, it's not going to be because I want to, it's just going to be like, I have something like a better plan in store. Yeah. Um, I would never just like drop out for the heck of it. And so I knew like, if I was to do this and make this decision, like I was going to put everything I had into photography Yeah. and becoming successful in that sense. And so I got an email on that rooftop from my advisor, you know, saying that I was going to have to graduate another year later. Ugh. And yeah, it was terrible. I just felt so defeated and I made the decision to drop out. And then that's when a huge pivot happened in my life. Like literally that same day, I put all my faith, you know, and trust in God. And I just said, Lord, like, I feel like this is a scary decision that I'm about to do, but I trust you, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I was already struggling in college, like not getting the best grades, but I was studying from the crack of dawn to like when the sun went down every mm. single day. So nothing added up, you know, I was putting in all the work, but I kind of view that as God's way of telling me, like, this is not what you're meant to be doing. Like this, mm-hmm. this is kind of my sign telling you like, you know, it's just not going to work out. I have something better in store for you. So I, yep. I dropped out and I started hustling, man. It was crazy. Like, that's awesome. you know, I, I felt like I just had to go get it. I had to go chase my dreams. And from then and on, I started taking photography really seriously, you know, making as many connections as I could. Um, and then like a month and a half later, I ended up uh, quitting my job as well. And that was honestly, you know, when I really saw like a huge change because, you know, I had no guaranteed source of income coming in. And I've always supported myself, you know, entirely since I was like 15, um, you know, and so even going through college, like I was working pretty much full time to support myself. And so drop like quitting my job, it was insane for me because I was like, I can't just bounce back on anyone if I need money or, you know, help with anything. And so that was really a motivating factor for me. Um, That was only last year. That was last February. And wow. I feel it just feels so long ago because you know last this past year 2022 has been so crazy. Like right. I've seen so many things, I've learned so much, I've grown so much. I've met so many people and it feels like I've been in the industry for like 5 years at least, <laughs> but it's only been a year. Like yeah. my anniversary for um quitting my job and going full time is like February like 20 something, 20 22nd I think. Wow. We should make this ep- we should make this episode go out on that day. <laughs> Dude, that would be so cool. 
That's so yeah. cool though, dude. Like I I feel like just watching you go through all of that and I haven't followed you as closely, but like just watching what you post and like the way that you have grown, like I it's so crazy the amount of talent you have, dude. Like I you probably you. know that, but in if you I mean you're in your first full-time year, that just blows my mind and the way like the things you post yeah. are just nuts to me. Um and also do you think that there was like, do you think that, I don't know, like you kind of alluded to the fact that there was this moment where you felt like things weren't working out and it was like, all right, well, yeah. maybe this is God telling me that I need to pursue something else. And do you almost in a way, even though it was obviously probably a very excruciating process, do you feel like that was meant to be in that, like that had to happen and you had to go through that difficult time in order to actually figure out what you really wanted to do and what you really wanted to put your time to? Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent, you know, cause I, I was so set in becoming a dentist and I had that vision since I literally, could, I can't even remember. I was a kid and I always wanted to, you know, become a dentist, but, um, I had prayed about that to God, you know, so much just, you know, asking him to help me, you know, actually fulfill that dream of mine. And when it just, when nothing was working out in that direction, you know, I always, I'm the type of person I look at everything, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, I just, I knew that like, there's a reason. And I, you know, I would pray every single day. Like I, I wouldn't even sleep sometimes because I was always constantly asking God, like, please like show me what I'm supposed to be doing. Tell me what I, what my purpose on this planet is because mm -hmm. what I thought was my purpose isn't working. And I know that you have a better plan for me. So whatever it is, let it show and yeah. I'm just going to put all my faith and trust in you. And from that moment on, you know, when I dropped out on that rooftop, I'm not even kidding that next week I gained like 7,000 followers on Instagram wow. because I was hustling so much. And just, I just felt like it was like an instant sign of, you know, reassurance. And I'm not saying followers is a sign of reassurance, but to me, like it made me feel almost like that's what I meant, was meant to be doing because mm -hmm. it was my work that was getting the recognition. Mm -hmm. And I honestly didn't know that I was even good at all, to mm -hmm. be honest. Like I just used to, you know, take pictures and edit them for fun and then like post them. And people just really liked them for some mm -hmm. reason, but I didn't see myself on a certain pedestal or anything. I just, I would post what I shot and, you know, that led to a bunch of growth and on my page. But I just truly feel like, that dark moment, I was, you know, I was crying in the library every single day because I literally mm -hmm. hated my life. And I was just crying out to God, like, please show me what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing with right. my life. Um, and kind of going back to that, like my little testimony, um, I'm just gonna, I, there's this one event that happened to me that I still share every time because it means so much to me. Um, so, you know, after I had dropped out, I went to the so I was in California for like a few days and I was supposed to fly out that Friday and my flight got canceled. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm stuck here. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. So I went to the beach with my literal suitcase and everything I had. Mm. And I went to the beach to kind of just clear my head and think about like, like, okay, I'm gonna have to leave on Monday. What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna stay over the weekend? And so I, I sat there and then I just started talking to God for like three hours. Um, no music, nothing. I was just sitting there talking to God. And um, I finally got hungry. So I decided to, you know, leave the beach. And I was walking out like to the restaurant areas. And 
some random kid approaches me and I thought I was going to get mugged, dude. Like I, I was like, I, I mean, I had all my camera gear on me. I had all my bags and this kid was like, like probably like 15. He's like skater kid, you know, looks like a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, and he just approaches me and I like, he starts chasing me and he's like, Hey man, Hey man. And I was like, Oh God, like, here we go. I'm about to have to try to fight this kid. And so he comes up to me and he's like, Hey, I'm so sorry to stop you. Um, but I, I saw you walking by and I just had this really, really strong feeling that I needed to pray for you for some reason. And he was like, I just, I couldn't let you walk away without praying for you. I just, I I felt like I had to do that to you. And that literally gave me chills because I had just spent three hours talking to God, you know, like, God, I just dropped out, like, show me a sign, show me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I have no idea what's happening. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, but I know that putting my faith and trust in you is going to result in good things. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so I got like really emotional because I was like, that's crazy. You know, I, I was just begging God to let me feel like this is what's supposed to be happening. And then what like did it for me, what this kid said was, he was like, God wanted me to tell you that whatever you're doing in this moment is exactly what you need to be doing. Wow. That's nice. And that like, (laughs) that changed the game for me because that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. And so anyways, I got the kids information. I looked him up on every social media. I cannot find him anywhere. Mm. Um, I almost feel like he was like an angel, honestly. Like probably <laughs> I just, I I'm serious. Like I, I could not, I tried to contact him and all this stuff because I talk about him a lot on my page and whatever and nothing. And wow. so anyways, I called my mom crying. I was like, mom, like, this just happened. <laughs> it was crazy, but yeah, it's so like cool, dude. No, I love that. And I think those are the stories that frankly, like you have to almost write down or like date back to because they keep you going when there's moments where you are like, I don't know if this is the right thing. And like you're, you go back right. to those moments and you're like, no, but I, I know that God showed up in that moment. And I know that there was something like there was a tangible level of glory that I saw from God that I've never seen before, you know, yeah. like undeniable. Um, so geez, I, I feel like I have so many questions. <laughs> something something that I know I've really admired about the way that you've grown is that you don't overcomplicate a lot of what you share. And I think mm-hmm. you just get out there and like, first of all, I constantly see you sharing new work. So that means yeah. it tells me that you're constantly shooting. Second thing is you're also constantly sharing like where you're at. And even the fact that you shared when it happened to you, like, yo, I like dropped out of school and like, I'm doing mm-hmm. this. And didn't you move as well? Yeah. I mean, I moved like an hour away from my college town, but um, okay. I'm moving, you know, I'm moving to San Diego in April. So that's going to be my big you know, hurdle next, but okay. Gotcha. But just like bringing people along on your journey, I think is so incredibly inspiring for a lot of people. And I think sometimes beginner photographers or somebody who just stepped into full time and they're like, okay, I'm actually going to make this a business or wherever they're at, even people who are maybe like a couple years into it, wherever they're at, I think sometimes people feel like they have to project this like version of themselves that's not actually true 
or like this version of having everything all together in order to be taken seriously as a professional or as an artist. And I just don't think that's true at all. I think that actually is so uninspiring. And I think that's so, it's so like, uh, I don't know, sterile and it doesn't have any like meat to it. Whereas for you, you're like, yo, I'm dropping out of school. I'm pursuing this full time. Like I want to shoot with like as many people as I can. Like I want to get out there and do this. Like I'm, I'm jumping into this. And I think putting that out there, people connect with that so much. And people actually, they they are kind of like reciprocating your energy. And I'm like, they're like, I want to get on this guy's ship, like whatever he's doing. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're so right. I mean, you know, when I first jumped into this career, I I wanted to be as transparent as possible. I only had like probably like a thousand followers, but I honestly started talking to my followers that I did have as if like, as if I was like an influencer almost. Yeah. I started just talking to my stories like as if I already had 30,000 followers. Yeah. And that kind of convinced people to like... That, I just feel like that that made my viewers feel attached to me. And they they I started sharing a lot about my personal life. Um, just because I feel like, you know, if I'm going to book clients, I want them to know a lot about me. And I want totally. them to be really comfortable with who I am as a person. And, you know, a lot of photographers... Like in the area where I'm from, they're constantly posting stuff like, um, like I don't know. It's just like I have so many emails, so many inquiries to respond to and stuff. And I was doing the opposite. I was like, guys, everything's dry. Like I have no <laughs> inquiries. I have no like nothing. But I want you know, I want to work with you guys. Like, yeah, I was just being so transparent. And a lot of the messages I would get from people was that they just appreciate how raw I was with them mm. and how honest I was and. I just, I never, you know, tried to be, like you said, tried to, you know, display myself as something that I really wasn't yet. And so, yeah, I just feel like sharing, just being so honest and I don't know, I just feel like that really grew an attachment with my, with the following that I did have and all my clients. Absolutely, dude. Do you feel like there was a time when, like in the past year, do you feel like you've put a lot of work into building your portfolio and even like, Hey, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to like shoot with anybody I can, even like if maybe they're not a paid client, but I'm just going to get out there and shoot. Yeah. So what's funny about that is before I took this leap, I knew that like in order to grow, I was going to have to do some free work, right? Because no one's just going to walk up to me and be like, I want you to shoot my luxury Los Angeles wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, I had no portfolio at that point, but the idea of doing free work, you know, a a couple of years ago, keep in mind. To me, it was like, hell no, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting my energy on that. Why would I do something for free? Like, no, Mm. not happening. Sorry. But this past year, I honestly found such a passion in the niche of couples and weddings and just telling stories through like adventure sessions with my couples. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started shooting so much for fun. Like whenever I would go on my California trips... I would see a cute couple in public. I would literally approach them. I'd become friends with them. And then we would do a shoot together. And like almost 90% of my posts that you see that like went really viral on my page are from couples that I met by literally just walking up to them um, and asking if we could shoot together. Yeah. And now we have friendships that will last a lifetime. Like I still talk to those people every single day. And a lot, you know, I was spending a lot of time on Instagram, look, just looking up couples. I would travel for fun and I would just travel for the content, you know, because I came to the realization that if I'm going to want to actually start booking stuff like that, I'm going to have to put the work in, get my hands dirty and travel to these places and actually get some really good content. 
um, that I can market myself, you know, with. And throughout that journey and throughout that process, I just found this such a love for, you know, just shooting couples and just telling their story and um, just doing it for fun. And, you know, I, my motto is like, once you find something that you would do for free, you found what you're supposed to be doing. And I would a thousand percent do everything for free now, obviously, if I didn't have bills to pay. But like, <laughs> you know, I have done so many for free. I just do it because it's so fun to me. And yeah. I feel like because of that, because I found what I've been meant to, I'm meant to be doing, you know, that's where the success came in because I was doing things on overtime. I was doing things when people were sleeping. I was doing things just because it was, I was so passionate about it. Hmm. And yeah, sorry. I kind of took that in a different direction, but no, dude, this is like everything that I, (laughs) I try to tell so many people and even like my coaching students, like just It's so refreshing to whether it was just your personal intuition knowing to do these things or whether it was like somebody that told you to do these things or whatever it is, like just the fact that you didn't feel, you know, to whether it was pride or like, yeah, I'm too good for that. Or whether it was like, oh, I need to, you know, have every shoot pay me for some reason. Um, The fact that you just let down your pride and you're like, I just love what I do. And I'm actually going to do what I love to do. And if I want to get paid for something, I'm going to do it first before I ever get paid to do it. I think so often for some reason in our um, I think it's, I think it goes back to whether it's like a TikTok culture or like a, a social media culture of this, like this six figures in six months culture of like, you just, you know, you put out this price and like people should pay that. Cause like, you know, your worth, right. And all this kind of junk. Right. And it's like, right. Th- there's nothing wrong inherently with a lot of those messages because in the correct sequence, those things are still true. However, the fact of the matter is it's very difficult to kind of like, <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm reading this book. Well, I've read this book like eight times, but um, yeah. but it's this book. He talks. It's Alex Hermosi, and he talks about flow before friction. And basically, his whole point, in a lot of senses, is like get people flowing in your door, get people flowing through your business, like get actual real life humans creating demand for your work. And then once you have that flow, it's a lot easier to then create friction. So like maybe friction would be in this case, a price, like it's going to, it's going to cause some friction. Not everyone's going to say yes anymore. But once you have that flow of people coming in, it's so much easier, especially like if you want to get into the luxury space, like there's so many people that are like, I want to get into luxury weddings. And I'm like, well, are you shooting, you know, what looks like that? Are you getting into communities where people would be booking luxury weddings? You know what I'm saying? So I just love that you weren't (laughs) too cool for that. You're just like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's really obvious. I knew that in order to get the work I want, I'm going to have to go out there and chase it. Nothing would come to me. It's not obvious though. I'm, I'm, I've worked with so many people. Really? It's not obvious. And I think, again, I think it comes back to we've been sold like this mentality that we should be like so, <laughs> like we have these egos when we're in our first six months of a business. And it's like, get rid of the ego and just get out there and do what you love. Sure. And if you don't love it, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Probably wouldn't so, do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but no. just the fact that you're like, I love what I do. And you said something, you said um, basically something to the tune of if you love what you're doing, you should be willing to do it for free, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I just, yeah. I couldn't echo that more. Like that's a I, great barometer to even figure out if you want to do something full time. 
I, I, I live by that. And the, the, the reason I know that I'm 1000% finally doing what I'm supposed to be doing is because like, I still do things for free. I'm making significantly more money now and I don't need to like be booking everything I get. But I, a lot of the times, like I'm still doing so many shoots just for free, like on my spare time on, you know, on weekends that I don't have any sessions, I want to shoot. And it's just, that's how I know that I I'm in the right position and I'm in the right place now. So, I mean, you know, going back, like kind of reflecting on dentistry, would I, would I clean people's teeth for free? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And so that's how I know that I had just basically like convinced myself that that's what I wanted to do. And I don't know. I just, I'm really glad that I went through that dark place because that really was pivotal for me. It really helped me find myself and kind of think about what I actually want to do in life. Yeah, absolutely. Hey friends. So a new increase shows up in your inbox. Boom. What's your next move? This is one of the most crucial parts of your business because it's literally the moment of truth that either takes them to booking with you or them saying no or just ghosting you altogether. So you need a bulletproof system from that inquiry to getting them to pay that deposit that not only works, but gives you complete confidence in yourself every single time. And I'm here to give it to you. I am hosting a free workshop on March 1 called the Inquiry to Booking Workflow Workshop, where I'm going to share with you the exact workflow from start to finish that I used to book over six figures in photography bookings last year. I'm not here to waste your time. I am genuinely going to share every single secret about my booking workflow from start to finish. So many photographers get this stage of the client journey wrong and it costs them because of all the marketing and branding in the world that just means nothing if the booking process doesn't work. So I'm going to teach you how to magnetize ideal clients, how to make your process easy for yourself and them, and most importantly, how to navigate that process with complete confidence knowing that what you're doing just plain works. Okay, so Sign up below at the link in the show notes titled Free Inquiry to Booking Workshop, and I will see you there. How would you say in the past year, because you said you're like, yeah, like I'm actually booking stuff now. And how would you say in the past year, like what has been the primary you know, forms of marketing that you've used, whether it's like in person or whether, yeah, people are referring yeah. you, whether it's Instagram, how, how do you feel like you've gotten your clientele in the past year? Right. So I have like two that I stand by. So kind of going back to like when I had like initially dropped out and quit my job and I started hustling a lot, you know, and I would make my trips to all these places. I told myself, I'm going to introduce myself to one person every single day. And I did that all of last year. Literally. I did it every single day. In no what, matter if it, it was... Can I ask in what context yeah. would you introduce yourself to people just in general? Um, so, I mean, it wasn't like I would just be creepy and go walk up to some random person. Like I didn't make it feel like it was an effort. Yeah. But like, let's say I went to go grab a coffee and the barista was really cool or whatever. And we started vibing. Yeah. I would make sure like to like ask them about their life and just start talking to them and then kind of talk about my life. And then, you know, that's a connection. I just, I tried to make like a friend a day and I did, I did that all of last year. And I can probably say that I did that every single day last year. Wow. And from the people that I talked to once, even like last March, they told their friend who had a friend that was getting married or whatever about me. And when I get those inquiries and I ask them how they found me, that's how, that's who they say. And I'm like, who was that? And I'm like, Oh, that was that barista at this one coffee shop <laughs> wow. in a random place that I was at. Yeah. It's crazy. And so 
that's what I meant. You know, just like getting out of your comfort zone. I am a very social person. I love talking, but I was never fond of just like making friends that I didn't have to. And Mm. just like, like out of my comfort zone, but that really helped me become personable and interact with people really well. Um, And then my other one is obviously social media. Um, Instagram is my number one. Um, I have like a TikTok, but it's not anything special. And so, yeah, honestly, Instagram, I didn't even know like about running ads until like three or four months ago. (laughs) And so I just started doing that. I have, I've gotten a a handful of, you know, booked weddings from ads, but still Instagram seems to be my number one flow of traffic. And you usually run ads through Meta or do you run it through Google? I do Google ads. Okay, gotcha. And do you find that those are the type of inquiries you're looking for? Are they a little bit more like, um, I don't know, are they different inquiries than you'd get on, you know, word of mouth or Instagram? Um, Yeah, yeah. So Google ads are definitely weddings. I've never gotten like a couple's session inquiry for through Google ads. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Instagram, that's where I get the coolest inquiries to do like, you know, all day adventure sessions in Iceland and like all these cool places. And I just, I feel like, my my dream clients are always coming from Instagram because they value my work so much and they appreciate mm. my work and they connect with it so well. And that's something that, you know, in my questionnaire, um, I have, you know, like, why did you choose me? Like, why? There's so many photographers out there. Like, why do you want me to shoot this, you know, special moment in your life? Mm-hmm. And they always say that, like, yeah, your work is top-notch. It's amazing. But you just you post so much about your personal life and we love your purpose, like your purpose in your business. Mm. And we just felt super connected with you. And we just feel like, you know, we would have a really good connection. Mm -hmm. And usually after my initial client calls with those clients, that that's what they say again, you know, that they just say that they just felt such a connection to me. And um, I don't know, that's, that's just kind of the way things work for me. Yeah. Dude, I love that. I feel like I feel like you're just ticking like every box and I'm like you just are doing everything right. It's so it's so <laughs> inspiring and honestly it's like I think more people again need to hear like just the fact that you introduced yourself to a new person every day. Would you consider yourself a naturally extroverted person? I don't know. Man, like I thought I was all throughout okay. like college and high school like I thought I was extroverted but when I thought about it like in detail I never just went up to random people and started talking to them. Like yeah. whenever I go to a restaurant or a coffee shop, I would always just go to the corner and never talk to anyone, never look at anyone. But if someone came up to me and talked to me, then I would, you know, my my bu- my bubble would just burst and I would start yeah. talking and being super extroverted. Yeah. But like I don't really know what the definition of an extrovert is. I know. I don't either. But <laughs> I just I feel like I I thought I was to some extent, but after, you know, doing that approach and meeting someone and um, taking the time to just connect with someone every day. I feel like that definitely made me be an extrovert for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And and even even if maybe you didn't feel like it was supernatural to you, you were just like, I'm just going to do it because I, I want yeah. to get to know people and I want to make those connections because there for are sure. so many, I, I think even there's so many people who, again, it's like there's this tendency to almost sit behind our, you know, Instagram profiles. And like, if I just post enough on Instagram, which by the way is great, but it's not going to do certain things that an in-person connection could do for you. It's not going to, especially if you want to maybe book more locally, it might not get you into as many local communities as you want to get into. Um, So I just think like, 
having that dynamic, like multi-channel form of marketing, both in person and online, I think just skyrockets a brand like nothing else can do. Oh, yeah. um, so is there anything that you would go back and be like, you know, if, I, I'd probably do this differently if I could go back in the past year or I don't know, in the past couple years. Yeah. And obviously not, not like a regret, but like something you've learned that maybe you'd tell past Mark, like, Hey, maybe do this differently. Yeah. Are you talking like, uh, my like business based? It could be anything, like, dude. Like it could okay, be like, I have a couple your... things. Okay. You go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing pertaining to college is just kind of off the topic, but I would never have majored in nutrition. I would have majored in marketing or business because I feel like that would have actually benefited me in some way with my business now. <laughs> Maybe um, I did that and it didn't do a whole lot. Dude. Oh, really? Okay. Well, nope. there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so that was like one thing, but I think that, you know, just in general with like photography and stuff, there's so many that I could talk about, but a few of them are just be humble and just know that you will never be like, you will never have made it because we're always mm. growing. And back then I kind of had the mentality of like, once I, you know, book this many weddings or something, I have, I'll have made it. And I was striving for that. But, at, but like now looking back, I'm just like, no, like that's just not, that's not the way things work. I feel like my mentality was a little bit different back then. And I, like I said, you know, I used to be like, I'm never going to shoot for free. This is crazy. Like, why would I ever do that? And I kind of just took a step back. I, I got off the pedestal I thought I was on and I told myself like, you're just as, you know, as normal as everyone else. If you really want to grow, you need to put yourself out there and do something different and unique. Um, and that was just the mindset that I lived by, honestly. And that's just something that really, you know, resulted in a lot of growth, both, you know, through my business, but also creatively. So, I mean, yeah, like I, I would just say like, just kind of take a, take a step back, look at the way you're approaching things and kind of figure out what you need to change to you know, make the growth that you want. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. But another thing is I would have gotten a mentor early on. Mm. I've actually, even to this point, I've never mentored with anyone. Everything that I know and everything I've learned has been through trial and error and mm. experience for me. But but I also do value that so much mm. because I've learned what not to do. Trust mm. me, I've learned exactly what I'm not supposed to be doing. I've learned what works, what doesn't work. And it's just all about, you know, like I said, getting your hands dirty and figuring things out, just getting pushed in the water and learning how to swim. And although that might not be the best approach, I mean, it has taught me a lot. But if I could go back, I would have mentored someone at least to get a little head start on a few things and point me in the right direction sooner. You know, you're saying you would get someone to mentor you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, there it's there's pros and cons to that, right? Like the pro, the pro is that you get someone to kind of help you skip certain pitfalls that you know they they had to go through, and it kind of just like greases the wheel, the process of you getting to where you want to go. But at the same time, I mean, like even even when <laughs> when you read a book, when you take a course, when you get a coach, whatever it is. It's your action that you take that really, it you know, based on what they say a lot of times, but it is still, it's up to you to take the action and actually 
get those experiences that will probably teach you more than anything else. Um, so, oh, and that's sure. not, and that's not to minimize education at all. Like I'm a firm believer in education. Like I think it's incredible. Um, but at the same time, like your own experiences are also a wealth of knowledge and you probably <laughs> learn so much that you could probably like write a freaking book at this point in the past year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely live by that too. You know, I just, I just actually started doing coaching calls um, this month with a couple of clients and I'm, I'm blown away at how, how many people were in my position or are in my position that I was. And like, it's just, it makes me wonder like how many other photographers are there that I follow or that follow me that like are doing, are going through exactly what I went through. And I'm just, I love that because I know exactly how they feel. I know what they're struggling with. And that's why when I mentor them and I coach them, like I'm able to just bring them out of those places and just kick, kickstart their, their business and stuff like that, because I've been there Mm -hmm. and it just, it's, it's insane knowing that like a lot of the things I went through and a lot of the things I did, people are doing that now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of fulfilling in a way. Yeah. And you're very close to that. I think for a lot of those people, you're probably very close in proximity to like where they were. So you can really resonate in a way that maybe five years in the future, you couldn't. Um, So in that, in that vein, I would love to know what's next for you. Like, where do you see yourself? Maybe it's like in a year, maybe in three years, where where do you want to take everything? Um, Well, obviously, you know, I want to see myself in San Diego (laughs) within the next few months. I'm moving there in late April and I have, God, I, I mean, I go there like twice a month for work, you okay. know, every, anyways, but just to be able to walk, wake up and like walk on the beach and drink my coffee every morning. Uh, yeah. I can't even get over that, that, you know, vision. But as for business and growth, I definitely want to start focusing more like a little bit on education as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the reason why I don't feel like that's something I want to do so soon is because I just started as well. Like I'm learning so much and I feel like mm-hmm. if I'm going to want to, you know, come out with courses and whatnot, I want to have learned a lot, like as much as I can and I'm still learning. So, but anyways, you know, like within the next five, 10 years, probably some education stuff. I do want to open some coffee shops that are attached to photo studios. I just feel like I have a passion for coffee. I love coffee. I don't know if you know that or not, but Dude, I drink coffee so much. It's really bad. But <laughs> and I, I'm actually like allergic to it, kind of. Like I got a food allergy allergy test and it says that I'm like supposed to not be drinking coffee. But so do you feel any like reaction to it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's bad. But anyways, um, I love coffee. And so I want to do something kind of a little bit different from photography, just open coffee shops, but I want to have them attached to photo studios that people can rent out and stuff like that. And then my big goal is I want to start my own camera line. Yeah, like, that'd be sick. You know, there's like, you, know, you know, there's like Canon or Nikon or Sony or whatever. Yeah. I want to start my own. And I basically compile everything that I wish, like from each different brand that I wish was in one. Interesting. So, so like, give me an example of that. Well, I mean, I love the fact that like with Fujifilm, you can create simulations to like already have presets imported and stuff like that. Okay. But I don't really necessarily like the way they shoot to be mm. honest. And also there are a lot, a lot of, a lot of Fuji films are crop sensors. And so like, I like how Canon shoots and I like how their autofocus stuff is and their, you know, face detectors and viewfinders and stuff are, but Canon doesn't have that op- that option where you can like, you know, add simulations and recipes to like create certain looks yeah. in the camera. And then I also, 
apart from those cameras, I love Sony for video. Like it's the best for video. And I just feel like, yeah, Canon's good, but I would never do videography or anything with Sony mm. or with, with Canon. And so like, I just want a camera that has it all and yeah. like something that I can just, you know, use and I'll use for everything. So many different purposes. I love that dude. Put it out. There. I can't really he's, reveal he's gonna... too much because someone's going to beat me to the to the <laughs> camera I'm trying to design. So. <laughs> yeah, don't don't say too much. Just enough to get people intrigued. No, dude, I love Great. that. That's so awesome. I love massive dreams like that that you just like put out there. Um, I'd love to see you get into education at some point. I'd love to, honestly, dude, like I, I totally understand that you're like, yeah, I'm still new to it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you never have to, I will just say, you never have to teach something you don't know. And I, I mean, I wouldn't teach something right. you don't know yet, but you do know what you know. And I mean, there's certain people that That's true. are going to see you as more tangible than someone who's five years ahead of them because they're like, he just did this. And I can right. actually relate to that so so much easier than someone who did this like five years ago and was in like a completely For different sure. like photography culture and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that would, be, I mean, even do just like an artistic course from you, I would take that course. Like, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah, yeah no. I'm gonna, I, I would have to have you on my <laughs> podcast again, talking more like how you shoot more creatively because that's its own. Yeah, <laughs> its own for thing. sure, dude. That's like definitely my forte. I would say. Um, and I'm actually gonna be releasing an editing course. Nice. Um, within the next several months, but I do want to also eventually release like a shooting course, like a live yeah. shooting course. Um, I know like Annie Graham is doing that right now or whatever, and I don't really, okay. I don't want to like copy her or anything, but I had been thinking about doing that for so long too. Um, because of like a num one of my main questions that people get or like that I get in my DMs and stuff is like, how do you shoot and like how do you make things look so natural and organic yeah. and just unposed? And I just feel like I have a lot of knowledge in that sense. And I just I I feel like a course, like that's something I know like the back of my hand. And so yeah if I was to make a course on something, it would be that. And also like post, you know, shoot like editing. Um, I have a lot of things that I do to make my images go from like super boring, something I would have never included in when I, like when I'm calling or something mm -hmm. and then just keeping that and making art out of it. And yeah. so that's so awesome. Yeah. Hey, I'd love to see that. And I mean, who cares what another educator is doing? There's going to be certain people <laughs> that, I mean, there's so, there's so many people that like, they will know about, they may know about you. They may not know about the other person. Like it's, yeah, it's just, it's just you against sure. you, dude. It's not you against anybody sure. else. That's you're awesome. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so final question um, that I always like to ask people, I already kind of asked you a little bit about what would you go back and tell a past version of yourself. But if you could give me two things, uh, a personal and B more professional, what are you like super passionate about right now? So like one in your personal life, it could be anything even small big, whatever, mm -hmm. and then something more professional? Um, passionate. I am a music person, a thousand percent. Really? Yeah. I mean, growing up in high school and stuff, I was always that music kid. Like people just knew that I was going to like go to Broadway and stuff. And mm. I chose not to pursue that. I didn't even do anything music related in college, mm. but I'm so passionate in music personally. And I'm cons if you if you know me and if you've been around me, I'm constantly singing and it's crazy. <laughs> like it's I feel like I annoy the crap out of my friends. But if I had to choose a different career for sure, it would have been like musician, mm. um, singer, songwriter. Like I just love music. I play the piano and I have forever. And um I just get so emotional and 
you know, emotionally attached to music and I just love it so much. It's such a, it's just such an art to me. Yeah. Um, so that's something, you know, personally, I love that business wise, like professionally, I would say just like storytelling. Yeah. I feel like aside from like the work that you book and like having to do weddings or whatever, like just what I'm booking, I just feel like looking, taking a step back and looking at everything from a different perspective. Like I just love telling stories through photos and that's what I'm super passionate about is just like making a session just feel like a movie and telling their story, like their, like the client's story, right? you know, and just making it come to life. I don't know. Like, and people always ask me like, why do you love capturing love so much if you've never been in love? Hmm. And that's something I think about all the time, but I don't know. I just, I love it so much. I just feel like I appreciate connection between two people and it's just so beautiful. And I just feel like it's something that just needs to be captured and told. And that's why I just, I find a lot of passion in that sense. Yeah. And my niche is, you know, couples and stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I love that. I think it's just kind of, it goes back to like our base humanity that we all know what it, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's, even if it wasn't like some sort of romantic love, like you still know what it feels to be loved and to love. And the fact of the matter is like that in and of itself is translated into your work and that is going to be seen through your work. So yeah, I love that, dude. That's so awesome. So if anybody doesn't follow you yet, doesn't know where you're at, give us a little bit of like, where's your website? What's your social media handles? All that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I only really have Instagram, um, like for social media. So my Instagram is Mark DeLeon Photo, M-A-R-K-D-E-L-E-O-N, and then photo. Um, My website is markdeleonphotography.com. Um, I don't have a Facebook. I mean, I do have a Facebook, but it's extremely outdated. So please don't go on there because I will cringe and you will too. So <laughs> I just cringe when it comes to anything Facebook. I'm just like, why am yeah. I here? This is like the worst place to be on the internet. Dude, I know. And like, I just, I feel so bad because I mean, that is also a different platform that you could be booking a lot more clients and stuff and getting more reach. Uh, I don't but know. I just, I don't, I've never dug into, like, dove into Facebook. I just, I can't. It's, it's I can't the do quality it. of the Facebook clients to me. Like, I've never gotten a quality Facebook client before, I don't think. And, like, yeah. any anybody I've talked to hasn't either. I, I want to get you on. Do you do Pinterest at all? I've wanted to forever. And I've been trying to hire someone that will just, like, post snippets of, like, my posts. You and should. I want to. I, I just feel like I see a lot of similar work on Pinterest of, like, the stuff I post. And I feel like a lot of my work could do well in there because people are searching stuff that like, I just feel like my stuff is very searchable and relatable. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't have the time. And I also don't even know how to work Pinterest. Like I don't even know how to save things, but Hey, growth, I got to learn. Exactly. (laughs) Dude, you just have to hire somebody for, you could hire someone for very cheap to whoever, whatever Pinterest managers out there are listening, hit up Mark and be like, yo, give me your, give me your galleries. I'm going to put this on Pinterest. Like this would be so easy to blow this kid up on Pinterest. I mean, even, even your reels that do so well on Instagram, you can post them as idea pins and which is like a video for their short form video. And even those would like blow up. It would be insane. Yeah, no, I'm totally down for it. I, you know, I would definitely just hire someone. So yeah, if you're listening, you do Pinterest and you know it very well, please message me. Help me out. I love it. (laughs) All right, dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was everything that I was hoping it would be and more. I love your story. So freaking inspiring. And yeah, keep killing it out there. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on here. It was honestly such an honor. And yeah, I'm excited to, to move forward and 
hear the hear the show, hear the episode. So I love it, dude.